Hi, I'm Steve Anderson, author of The Bezos Letters, 14 Principles to Grow Your Business Like Amazon. And I've been doing a series of uh, shows or conversations around Amazon and their growth principles that I talk about in my book. And I want to follow up this month with what I started talking about last month, which was a new vision that Jeff Bezos laid out for Amazon in the 2020 share owner letter that he wrote. And just as a reminder, that is the last letter he'll be writing as CEO of Amazon as he's transitioned out of that position into an executive chairman position. And uh, he elevated or nominated, I don't know what the right word is actually, uh, Andy Jassy, who was formerly CEO of Amazon Web Services, into the CEO position that he vacated. But again, as a reminder, that new vision that he talked about in the 2020 letter is to be um, the Earth's, I'll get it out, hang on a second, is to be the Earth's best employer and safest place to work. Now, Amazon has had that vision in their uh documents in their 10K filings and how they think uh, for a long, long time to be the Earth's most customer-centric company. And this new vision is really acknowledging a change in uh, employees, in hiring, in retention of employees, etc. And here's what he said in the letter, and I'm quoting now. Despite what we've accomplished, it's clear to me that we need a better vision for our employees' success. We have always wanted to be Earth's most customer-centric company. We won't change that. It's what got us here. But I am committing us to an addition. We are going to be Earth's best employer and safest place to work. So that was the vision he laid out in the 2020 letter. And then very quickly after that, that was released in April of uh, 2021, just a few months ago. Um, and before he stepped aside as CEO, he also oversaw two new leadership principles in Amazon's leader, 14, what were 14 leadership principles. Now there are 16. And uh, frankly, the last time they added a leadership principle was 2015, when they added the 14th principle, learn and be curious. But these two principles are focused around exactly what that vision is, how leaders can help employees engage, uh, develop themselves, uh, and, and have a, a great work environment. Now, what's sort of the background of some of this? Well, as you may be hearing and read really over the last couple of years, uh, lots of um, articles, um, questions about how Amazon treats its employees and, and more specifically their fulfillment center, what they call their operation employees. Those that are in the warehouse who are picking packages, uh, products off shelves, putting them in boxes and getting them out the door into trucks to be able to ship to your front porch. And lots of questions around the productivity um, uh, 
uh, I guess, guidelines they put in place for employees because, again, one of their obsessions is customer focus. And the question I've asked a couple of times now is, has that obsession with focusing on the customer uh, actually gone too far in terms of not focusing enough on employees? And I think it's interesting that Be Bezos has um, really realized that that is an additional focus that they need to have. So one of the things I thought I'd talk about as a follow-up to that is what's happening at Amazon? How, how are they, well, one, are they taking steps? And if that answer is yes, what steps are they taking to work on that vision and work on fulfilling that for their employees? And again, Amazon has a total of, a, of about 1.3 million employees in the United States, about five to 600,000 of those actually work in their operations unit, their fulfillment center, their delivery, right? Those kinds of things that take your order and actually make sure it gets to your front porch or door, whatever it is, in the fastest way possible. Well, they've done a several things. Um, so one, they have taken action. And some of this the action they took actually a few years ago. They've had for a long time several programs. A career choice is one of them, specifically targeting their fulfillment center workers that wanted to um, upskill, wanted to enhance their skills so that they could move into a new job at Amazon or frankly into a new job outside of Amazon. But Amazon knew or started having some inklings that this was going to be an important trend to pay attention to. And so this whole idea of upskilling, um, meaning how can I get, learn, uh, and um, and become competent in new skills that are going to be in demand. Now, I have to say at this point, this really has two um, focuses, I guess is what I want to say. There is no question that this will benefit Amazon because they are starting to have some fairly significant problems around recruiting new employees and retaining those employees in a maybe a, a more harsher work environment than than some people experience sitting at a desk programming doing those kinds of things so there's no question it's hard working at a fulfillment center i've had the opportunity to visit two different fulfillment centers one uh, in southern Indiana, just outside Louisville, Kentucky, and the other in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's, it's a tough job. It's a warehouse job. It's constantly moving. It's constantly picking things off the shelf. When you click, I want to buy it. Getting it into the process, into a box, onto a truck, onto, in, onto your front door. And it, it happens fast. That's the promise uh, you as an Amazon customer get from Amazon is that we will get it to your house two days or less, maybe one day or less, or maybe a couple of hours or less. While making that happen takes a lot and it takes a lot of hands touching that. So 
helping people move out of those jobs is uh, perhaps an important aspect of retaining those employees while they're there. So career choice was in place for quite a while. The other part that Amazon has done, and they did it in 2018, again, somewhat responding to criticism about their pay scale. In 2018, they unilaterally increased everybody's minimum wage at Amazon to um, $15 an hour. Um, and we'll I'll talk a little bit in a minute about what they're doing now. But that was much before states were mandating it, cities were mandating it, or even federal government. They were moving that wage scale up. Again, they needed to attract new workers, no question. So that became a decision on Amazon's part as a way to attract and again, retain those customers. And, and retention can be a, a really important area. So Amazon commissioned, so I wanna be really clear here, Amazon commissioned a study from Gallup, the polling company, very well respected, looking at upskilling. And it was called the American Upskilling Study. Um, Gallup, uh, Gallup did the survey. Sur they surveyed over 15,000 employed people, people who are already working, and people who weren't employed but wanted to be employed, asking about how important it is in today's world for a company to offer this opportunity to them. And really, you know, maybe upskilling is the fancy new term for education and training of what we looked at in the past. Upskilling is in the past been more of a personal responsibility versus an employee benefit. And so, you know, I think that's a shift that may be worth you thinking about in your own business, if you're a business owner or as an employee, asking your organization that you work for what they can do to help you gather and gain new skills in today. And so more and more companies are looking at and considering this upskilling training and education idea as a important piece of how they interact, how they attract, and how they retain employees. And again, probably not surprisingly, there was high interest on the employee part for upskilling. In fact, 71% say they were extremely or very interested in employer-paid upskilling opportunities versus 34% who said they were the same and unpaid, right? That makes sense. I'd rather have somebody else pay for my education, no question. Um, the other part, question, one of the other questions they asked was, when should this education, excuse me, when should this education be available? Well, 46% said outside work hours, 65% said during work hours. I'd like some of my work time to be dedicated to helping me improve. And people ranked upskilling as an employee benefit number six. Healthcare was one, several others there, but again, moving up in the mindset of what an employee might want today. Well, I already mentioned some programs that Amazon already had in place, 
but I want to talk about a few that they've added over the literally the last couple of months. Some of these you may have heard in announcements or on the news. So first, um, 750,000 employees are now eligible for a full college tuition reimbursement. It, it's taking that initial step that they did, career choice, and expanding it out. And it doesn't have to be um, education in a job that will, or a study in an area that will make them more valuable to Amazon. It could be somebody who wants to become a nurse. Partly, again, they're recognizing that this is a new world. Everything that we ha went on and happened in 2020 absolutely made a difference in what employees are thinking, what they want, and how they interact. Um, they also have a couple others that are a little more specific for technical help. One is called Surge 2, the numeral 2 IT. And that's specifically directed at people that want to learn programming languages. Again, Amazon has a, right now at least, almost an insatiable desire and need for programming talent to fill out their requirements, the necessity, as they continue to grow. And so this is another area that they are uh, working on. Um, another one is AWS, so Amazon Web Services, their cloud computing platform. That's likely where they need uh, a, a large amount of that programming talent. They have created a specific program there called Amazon Restart. So it's a 12-week program that is free and prepares either unemployed or underemployed individuals for careers in cloud computing. Now, again, obviously that is self-interest on their part as they're trying to develop new um, resources, new people to actually fill the jobs that they need. So 12-week um, career training at no cost to them. And then obviously they will connect the graduates of that program with job interview opportunities at Amazon and Amazon Web Services. And this is actually a global initiative. It's now available in 52 different cities across 25 different countries. This is not just US focused, but it is uh, internationally focused to help develop the talent they need and again, once you train somebody in some of these areas, that opens up all kinds of different opportunities, uh, e even if Amazon's not the right place for that person to fit. One of the other things that Amazon has announced, and again, as a direct result of the addition of the leadership principles, is a couple of changes that they've made in the fulfillment center workers productivity assessment. So again, in the news, you may have heard uh, lots of pushback, frankly, in terms of how um, Amazon monitors em employees and their productivity, meaning how much work are they getting done versus the, the, um, the quotas or the goals that they set for individual workers. 
Well, one of those metrics that they've used actually for a long time is called time off task. So when a employee is signed out of their workstation, you know, for and it could be any number of things that is tracked as a metric. And then if there's too much quote time off task, that could be uh, a notification to a supervisor for a conversation or discussion. Well, David Clark, who is the uh, CEO worldwide consumer, it's kind of an interesting title, isn't it? CEO of worldwide consumer. He talked about this specifically and some changes they're making. And again, I want to read what he said in a um, e email to employees and an a, uh, article that he posted on the Amazon site. Again, I'm quoting David Clark. The primary goal of the task, time off task metric is to understand whether there are issues with the tools that people use to be productive and only secondary to identify underperforming employees. I'm going to pause there because I know some of you that may be a skeptical, you know, you may be skeptical of that statement. Uh, so time will tell, right? Um, and again, given some of the anecdotal evidence of uh, employees not being able to take bathroom breaks and some of those kinds of things, I, you know, that skepticism may be warranted. He goes on to say, we're now averaging time off task over a longer period to ensure that there's more signal and less noise. Reinforcing the original intent of the program and focusing time off task conversations on how we can help. Again, he's saying the primary purpose is are the tools not working? Are what we're providing to those individual employees not actually helping them be productive, but they're causing problems? And Amazon wants to find that out. So averaging that over a longer period of time will be maybe less focused on the employees taking breaks, et cetera, and more focused on what can we do to help employees be better? One of the other things that Amazon has, has started to put in place is algorithms. Again, they're very good at computing, but algorithms that help an employee not be stuck in one type of job for longer than, than I guess, necessary. And here's the idea behind it. There's a lot of uh, mus muscle injuries that happen in a warehouse situation and certainly in a repetitive motion situation. So I'm picking stuff off a shelf, putting it in a box. Those could be repetitive motions. So they're now monitoring and creating algorithms where an employee will be reassigned to a different position, again, that they're capable of doing in order to not focus or refocus on different muscle groups as they go along. Using computer technology, something Amazon's really good at, to help the employees not be pr as prone to injury. Again, time will tell if that's something that will work, but that's something else that they're doing for those operation employees to, um, to, to have fewer injuries, 
uh, and fewer problems when working there. Uh, one of the other interesting things, and it, it may be directed to more broadening their pool of potential uh, applicants and employees for positions at Amazon, but they have changed their position on drug testing for marijuana. Again, David Clark talks about this and he says, in the past, Amazon, like many employers, has disqualified people from working if they tested positive for marijuana use. However, given where state laws are moving across the US, we've changed course. I'll have a comment about that in a minute. We will no longer include marijuana in our comprehensive drug testing program for any positions not regulated by the Department of Transportation and will instead treat it the same as alcohol use. So a couple things there. One is uh, we've changed course. And I think this is something that a lot of people don't keep in mind or don't recognize at Amazon, like moving the minimum wage to $15 an hour. If they see a trend or something that they need to change, they will change course. They don't become so ingrained and this is the way we've always done it, that they can't think about changing and doing something different. The other comment I'll make is because marijuana use is currently state uh, focused in terms of legality, not federal, it is still illegal federally. If a job is regulated by the Department of Transportation, they can't make that change unilaterally. They have to wait for the regulations at the Department of Transportation to change, uh, to recognize some of those changes. So again, another interesting and later in the same kind of uh, uh, email and comment, he said, we will entertain those employees in the past that haven't been able to work at Amazon because of marijuana use to reapply. Now, again, is that self-serving? Probably, meaning they need workers. They're on a quest right now, getting geared up for the holiday season to hire 125,000 more employees. And they've done that for years during what they call peak season. But now they're expanding the pool of people that they can um, at least have the opportunity to work and earn some money and extra money there. Third thing in that whole arena is they are now looking at actually raising even higher from their minimum $15 an hour to some, you know, a raise for current employees between 50 cents an hour and $3 an hour. Again, depending on the position and the operational uh, operations worker, their fulfillment center workers. So those are some of the things that have really taken place in the last few months based on a change in vision from the shareholder letter, based on a change in leadership principles on their what they look at day to day as they're making decisions and taking steps fast. And that is one of the other leadership principles at Amazon, which is default to action. So really quickly, I want to talk about so what? 
right? What, what does that have to do with you? If you're a business owner, maybe an employee looking for work, a couple things for business owners specifically. Um, competition for workers is fierce, and we're hearing that a lot. Certainly with the restaurant, hospitality, kind of certain places. And, you know, there's been some talk about it being the benefits, uh, unemployment benefits in 2020. Frankly, it seems like that isn't necessarily the cause, that people didn't want to work. I think 2020 gave a lot of people some time to think about what they want to do next. And do I want to work in uh, a restaurant environment? Do I want to work in some of these places that I've worked before because I could and relatively easy to find a job? But are there other things I might like to do? And Amazon is certainly starting to tap into that, I think, mentality and idea by providing individuals with other opportunities to learn new skills, to get into better paying jobs and positions. And so as an existing business owner, this is a reality of competition for employees in 2021. And I think certainly for the next few years. So you may think at this point, I can't compete with Amazon. That may be right. But what can you do in you know, your particular situation to encourage employees to come work and to, again, retain them? You don't want employees to come for a month or two and then just leave. I think the other implication of all of this is the focus on finding employees also will translate into focus on what robotic inventions can we create that will help reduce the need for human intervention in warehouse and fulfillment center space. And Amazon's already doing a lot in this area. Any new fulfillment center built now um, is out, not fully automated, but has a significant number of robots that do a lot of the work that people used to do and uh, reducing the need for the number of employees there. That will continue. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of research resources, people who are focusing on that uh, particular area. So kind of final comment here is the Amazon effect. And certainly some of you in business have experienced this when Amazon is in your community or, or builds a new fulfillment center within your community where the competition for workers has, and there've been several studies done on this, has raised the average wage of blue collar, those types of workers that uh, tend to gravitate to some of those jobs. So again, competition is there. Being aware of what's coming may help you think and, and strategize on what you can do. And if you're looking for work and happen to stumble across this, it's a great opportunity to reconsider Amazon and at least try it out. Now that, you know, 100% college tuition, one of the caveats is you have to have worked at Amazon for six months. So again, this is not just go to work and start getting it, but you have to be there commit to Amazon for a period of time and then work on your upskilling uh, ability there. So again, Amazon does these things, new vision in the share owner letter, new leadership principles and, and action. 
So things and steps they're taking, I can guarantee this is not the end of it. This is the beginning of things that they think will help them uh, and help their employees. Again, Bezos said in his original 1997 letter, our success will largely be gauged or um, available to us based on our employees and the high standards that we have for them. And that's certainly been borne out over the years. So thank you for uh, taking a little bit of time with me. I hope this was helpful. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me. The website is thebezosletters.com and you can reach me at steve at thebezosletters.com. Thank you and have a great rest of your day.